The truths of Christianity are timeless, so I try really hard not to preach homilies that attempt to feel relevant by shoehorning in some analogy to current events or popular culture. I like to just explain the faith as it is, rather than having to rely on the crutch of popular culture. I don't like those homilies, and I try not to preach them. But today I break that rule, because I cannot think of anything more analogous to Advent than the current state of the COVID-19 pandemic. Where are we with the pandemic? Most of us are excited to hear that vaccines must be on the horizon, including the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, which are ethically sourced and are reported to be 90% effective. These vaccines mean that there might actually be an end to this plague, which has been so hard on us for almost a year now. We might actually be able to see our families without fear. We might actually have normal interactions with people, including hugs and handshakes and visible smiles. We might actually have open businesses and full churches and hymns, glorious hymns. And yet, even with more hope than we have had in many months, we are now in the worst period of disease and death we have experienced to date. Dozens of people in Whatcom County are being infected every day, and in the last week, St. Joseph's Hospital set a new record for the number of COVID patients being treated there. We have had parishioners who had come back to Mass now decide to stay home again because everything just feels riskier this month than when we first returned to Mass. And experts expect things to get worse, not better, because of the insatiable desire to gather around the holidays. Well, this is also the dichotomy of Advent and the Christian life as a whole. Allow yourself to feel that feeling of hope, that relief that an end might be near. Long for that restoration. This is what Christians should feel when we contemplate the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. When the Lord returns, all will not only be restored, but perfected. We will finally live in harmony and peace, united perfectly to God and each other. When Jesus comes back, every good hope and desire of our hearts will be fulfilled beyond anything we can imagine. And yet, just like with the pandemic, our present spiritual state of affairs is atrocious. As 3rd Isaiah says so powerfully in our second reading, Behold, you are angry and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean people. All our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves and our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you. For you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us up to our guilt. As much as we hope and trust that the Lord will return, we also know that until he does, our lives are marked by sin and corruption, both from without and from within. The holiness and unity that we desire seems almost impossible. Even as we struggle to cling to the Lord in all things, 
The waves and the wind of this broken world threaten to throw us into the tempestuous sea of idolatry and immorality. We often feel powerless, alone, and in need of a savior. My brothers and sisters in Christ, this is why we constantly pray for the Lord to return, so that he might save us, redeem us, and bring us to the perfection he originally desired for us. This pandemic began during Lent, which seemed appropriate as we were all asked to deny ourselves and take up the cross of social distancing and lockdown. And now the pandemic is reaching its climax during Advent, another perfect analogy as we pray and hope for something that continually feels just out of reach. I hope that our longing for a vaccine and normalcy will help us better understand the much deeper longing we ought to have for the return of the Lord and the permanent and definitive salvation that he will bring.